Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ, and joining us on the show for the first time ever, a trio. We have Brian, Eric, and Woodley Clark out of North Carolina. What's going on, folks? How you guys doing today? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> you guys made you out some fun. Listen, I'm always good. Every day is a good day on my end. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, guys, I'm excited to have you guys on here for the first time ever to have a trio. Um, and now before we dive into the nitty-gritty stuff of what you guys have going on at Motown CrossFit, um, first, you know, whoever wants to take a lead here, tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and how you guys even got started in the first place. Go ahead, Wood. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Wood. Well, um, so we started out, I uh, was asked by a um, friend of mine, or uh, acquaintance of mine in high school that um, I, I was after high school, but uh, I knew him through high school. He asked me about how, um, about CrossFit. I'd never done CrossFit before, and he thought about opening a gym here in uh, the small town where we live. Um, I'm a physical therapy assistant by trade, so he knew I, I had a little background in, in movement and and uh, training. And so uh, I, was, I came over and, and helped him. He started, a, it wasn't a CrossFit gym. It was a functional fitness type deal. And um, I started there kind of um, working out and, and, and didn't really know anything, just doing the workouts. And then... Um, ventured out to start educating myself on what CrossFit was and, and got really, um, really interested in uh, the methodology and everything. And then Stevie is uh, my better half. Uh, she became very good at CrossFit very fast. Um, so uh, we dove into uh, uh, getting our L1s and, and, and then thought about, hey, you know, this is a passion of ours. Um, and, and mainly because of what it did for us in the beginning. So uh, through the nutrition side and working out, um, I know that uh, myself and Eric uh, both have kind of um, changed some genetic codes with getting off of uh, blood pressure medicine or cholesterol medicine. And um, so got a big passion there for helping people and helping them, you know, to be healthier and uh, move well. So we decided to open our own box and, uh, you know, what better way to do it with family and we're, we're all involved and uh, we all have the same, you know, really dream with it. I mean, even though Stevie's a, she's a, a super high level competitor, I, I'm, I'm, somewhat biased but if it wasn't for two kids in the last three years i think she'd definitely be games material for sure but, oh, man. Um, she she went to regionals in 2018 um individual uh she's she's really good but um that's really it's here at this gym um but uh it, it's just um we don't push it a lot we really push the health side of things um you know, so that's kind of how we started out. Yeah. Yeah. We were, totally. We were all fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. 
So that's the fact. Oh, I love it. Maybe not Woolly. Maybe not Woolly, but man, I was pounds overweight. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's I mean look, it must it's a battle whether it's in business or battle with the fitness, man. You need a little bit of both to get up there. I love it, man. I love it, guys. They're doing it together, man. It's the best thing. And uh so now let's dive into this, right? So uh if, if I walked into Motown CrossFit, right? What options would I have to choose from as far as services? Like what classes and what options would I have to choose from? Well, we basically like well, when you walk in, like any of us like it don't matter if we're working out like if he's working with somebody and i see somebody comes in there looking around I always try to say like hey you need some help i want you to be welcome like when you come in here because i know when i've been to crossfit gym i look around and i'm i'm kind of waiting for that person to say hey come on over so we definitely try to do that and then we dive into like our class schedule like you know prices whatever like that so uh Definitely, the first thing, first thing is is to feel that comfort and that love. You know what I mean? Like we want yeah. it. Services wise, man, I think we're more along the lines of group fitness model. Uh, it's all yeah. about the classes, man. And if we can get you in a class, get you having fun, get you smiling, cutting up, you know, you're more likely to come back. And then we can start changing your life, man. That's, yeah. That's, basically how we do it we don't have much personal fitness unless you like really want something uh, and then we'll we'll let willie do that yeah <laughs> and and now let's say if i'm on like the newer side about if, if i'm a little more oblivious to how crossfit works would i have to start off a little slower and then work Just my way up into those group classes no nah, man every one of them scaled to whoever it could be scaled to my mom who's 70 or uh, the new guy walked in, new kid, this thirteen-year-old. That's uh, he walks in the door, he knows nothing. We we just scale it, man. We've been doing it long enough. We can scale any movement, any workout, anything is programmed to where you get the same stimulus that Stevie's getting. And that's trying to. That's basically what we try to do each class. If you can get out of there with the same stimulus Stevie got, she is, she's growing. Then you're gonna grow, and you're gonna make gains. And that's kind of like how we roll with it. It's awesome. Yeah, totally. And and how many members are you guys at currently? Currently, we're probably around around seventy. Okay. And now I'll use myself as an avatar again, just to make it simpler. So if I walked in right and you show me around and I joined the group classes, uh, what would I have to pay to get started? In the so um, one of the. Promos is uh, always the uh, first class is free. Um, sign yeah. a waiver, you try it out. Um, come in, you know, and try it out for free the first time. And then uh, as of right now, uh, and I'm looking at definitely going up within a couple months, um, my three-year business plan type deal with uh, the loans and all. But right now it's 100 a month for an in- unlimited access um, to the gym. Uh, I do have some that do kind of like an open gym thing, but as long as they're not taken away from the classes, um, I'm okay with that. So, our, again, like Eric said, our classes are our main focus. Um, and then uh, uh, that's a, I have a 60 and older, um, age group 60 and older uh, fee that is currently 60 a month. Uh, but uh, uh, and and in the beginning, I did that because I 
I, I've worked with the geriatric population for a while in my line of work, and um, I think it's a, a good clientele to help. I enjoy helping them, but that's that's pretty much it. I don't do um, any uh, discounts or um, we do have a, a couples. We do have a, like a couples plan, or you know, husband and wife deal, whatever. Um, it's one seventy five, but other than that, it's all that's it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And uh, you okay, sign, sign a waiver. Hey, we'll throw you right in there, man. We try to find, assess you a little bit, like the air squat, see where you're at in your fitness journey. But we want to get you right in there. You know what I mean? I love that. I love that. And I, I think uh, it, it's it's less intimidating. You know, when you can walk in and have someone guide you right into like, hey, like you know, we're gonna put you in the right place. Okay. And, and again. Yeah, three brothers, man. It's a community. You know, everybody knows each other. They all love each other. That way. And when I say love each other, I mean, it's like, it's genuine, like family love. You know what I mean? So at that point, I feel like people would walk in and then you can feel that when you walk through the door. Cause you know, I mean, no offense to a corporate gym like Planet Fitness. You walk in there, it's like, okay, like they say no judgment zone, but you feel like a little like, oh, what the heck? But I know you walk into a place like that. You had that person coming up to you, like, what's going on? Like, come on. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I, I think that makes a big Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you, man. If a guy like Brian came up to me, man, I'm like, let's go. Like, yeah, I'd love to come on workout clothes, man. Nah, Baby, I'm telling you, we ain't it. trying to sell you. That's something. I mean, maybe we're not good at it. I don't know. Like, we don't try to sell it. We're not trying to sell it, man. It's just like, yeah. come on, let's have a good time. Let's get on. Um, it sells itself. Yeah. Basically, that's the way we run with it. Man, and I I, it's crazy. It's crazy. Our community, man, is like even having like the elite athlete Stevie. We got some, but man, we got it across the board, man. And everybody works out together. Like it, it, it's it's crazy, man. Cause they're hitting, like Eric said, we're scaling it where they're hitting that same stimulus. Like I hit the same stimulus as Woodley. Maybe have to lose use less weight or do or scale back reps, but I'm getting the same stimulus as him. And he's a better athlete. So, man, like yeah. we, our community, it's crazy, man. What we got, it's insane. You know, and I can see, man. And it, it's not, it's not even like you guys are just saying it to say it because you know it's true. And the way, like, you're, it's I call it conviction because you guys know you believe it's like we we really have everyone from all walks of life, and you guys know it. You know, you see it every day. You guys are there every day. So that's awesome stuff. And to a lot of the other gym owners listening, I think they have to realize as well that you know it's not just about having your your click because a lot of those gyms have clicks right where they're like oh i'm, I'm comfortable with these people they're cool with these people but realistically i mean everybody should be a part of that there's gonna be no group here group there it's everybody it's camaraderie man it's Absolutely. like a team so awesome and now that we kind of understand what you guys have going on inside let me ask you this right so let's go outside so how do you guys go about finding new clients <laughs> well <laughs> that's a good question yeah yeah i mean it's Brian's a- girlfriend Brian's girlfriend. She's been, she's been, she's been doing well here lately. Like she came and like, I mean, she made major gains. Like at first she was like, ah, nah, nah. But then finally I said, look, don't do it for me. Do it for you. I don't want you like, but she tried and like, she sold in and like, I was talking to her about eating, drinking sodas, man. She lost like a person and we posted transformation and she's got big social group, man. And they just been coming in, man. Like, She's been like dragging them in there now. Man, she's like, if I can do it, like we our six thirty class was man, it was it was desolate. Now it's like one of our bigger classes, like, and they're having a yeah. good time. They got a group. They in like group chat messages. 
hey, holding each other accountable. You're going to be there. You're going to be there. And like we wow. got, you know, in our stuff, we want a 100-pound loser, man. Like we want that or, or more. And there are some that she's helping hold accountable. And, man, they're, they're in here. They're on fire, man. Like if they get their nutrition right, man, they're going to lose the weight, man. Yeah. And they're already, like, I can see, like, their squats are already from a box. Now they're doing burpees on their own where they wouldn't do that when they first came in here. But yeah, man, my, I think a lot of ours is word of mouth. Yeah, for the main part. I mean, we all three, uh, Brian, Eric, and I, all three have full-time jobs. And then – Oh, really? Yes. Wow. So, and then Stevie, this is her, like, full-time gig in the morning. Um along with training wow. and all that. So um, uh, really, uh, we probably could do a small bit better job at promoting, but um, I look at it as, I really look at it, and I tell my clients this all the time, is that um, the way that I promote my business is help you make your gains. So if someone comes in here and they want to lose weight or you know they want to get better at muscle-ups or they want to be a better athlete or whatever it may be, if I can help them get there, then I think that they're going to go out and tell someone, you know, or some, you know, they're going to promote my business for me. So that that's the first way that we do promotions right now. Yeah, yeah. But the social media side and the and the and the um, outside of the gym type deal, it's not real great right now. Yeah, which is totally okay. I feel like most um, most gym owners realistically they work off referrals and word of mouth, regardless. Um, and I think one thing to to really be proud of is is obviously Brian's up and right making the progress. They start becoming your own salespeople at that point. <laughs> just be like your main sales rep, you know. It's like come on in and they'll do it for you, you know. Um, and which is and also kudos to you, Brian, on 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 the mentality portion there about you know don't do it for me, but do it for yourself. I love that because a lot of people, a lot of people who who are just on their journey, they do it for the wrong reasons, but they have to want it. You know, and that's such a big thing. I mean, like you said, she lost I mean, close to whatever. I don't know how many you said, but like another person. Right. I mean, that's amazing. You know, you know, we got when we got together. Her and her fans were doing this like, nutrition challenge, and we didn't. And I said, I'll do it with you. You know what I mean? And yeah. so everybody threw in some money, and we done our measurements, and they sent. The, she sent the measurement where the guys kind of like they 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 like man, he's a trainer at the gym. We they fell off, man. Like like. But it was more with the women, and she won the money. Like, I, I was like, wow. But like you said, and I always told her, look, hey, I want you to do it. I want you to be healthy. But if, if going somewhere else and running or something is your thing, that's fine. But you don't have to do this to make me happy. Do it to make you happy and be the best version of yourself. Whatever you do to do that. But yeah. uh, Wow. Man, I'm telling you, man, and you know, and, and I can see just from here, like the, the mentalities that you guys all have go through your clients and it goes to everybody who's new, who's old. And that's why you guys are able to build that such a tight knit community. You know what I mean? And I know exactly why you guys are, are, are growing so much off of word of mouth. Cause I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure you probably make it, it make sense now, but when people refer others, it's to raise their status. Right. And so because you guys have done such a great job of what you do, people are like, yo, I'm going to bring you here. You're going to make progress because I have, and these guys are professional at what they do and they're going to get you where you want to be. And that's an awesome thing because not everybody has that. Not everybody can say they do that, you know? So that's fine if you guys aren't really pushing too much there because that's something that can always come. 
But if you guys are doing well on that side, your fulfillment is great, which is obvious. So <laughs> we're moving so. it, man. The trust is coming there too. Like we we have yeah. a, a doctor. He showed up in uh December. Man, he's a biscuit. I ain't gonna lie, his head wouldn't fit in a five gallon bucket. And uh he came in and uh he started coming regularly after three weeks. We we uh, we did a nutrition seminar and uh gave him some ideas and pointers on how to get the weight off him. Man, he is looking good, dude. He's a fit dude now. Tram, he's trim. he's trained. He's a fit dude. He's young, man. He's moving. He's moving. He now then he brought his sister in. Now his sister's in there. She's wanting some of that. So that's, that's, like, that's our biggest thing there. I seen that. I seen that Easter picture. He's got a little hottie girlfriend too, man. They'll probably get married. He he's standing there. You can tell, man. His shoulders. Oh, <laughs> he's feeling good. Oh man, I love it, man. I love it. I I could. You guys, not even just that. You guys are good at what you do, but you guys have a good time. That's the biggest man, thing. You know what I mean? I'll tell you, man. Sometimes, especially us working full time jobs too, it's a grind, man. But and a lot of times I'll be like, uh, and then, man, I'll hit that 5.30, 6.30 class, and then people in there, and they're making gains. When I leave, man, I'm like, damn, I'm boosted up, man. Like, not for me, for them people, man. I'm like, hey, yeah. yeah, this is killer, man. Puts me back on fire again, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's the care for the clients. I always say that care for your clients will always bring you past that financial gratification because you can be making as much money as you want, but – you will never get there if you don't genuinely care for your clients. And, Absolutely. I mean, come on. I mean, you live it. You guys live it. I love that. I love that. Because listen, you guys got to show your clients this video because you're gonna be like, look, okay, hey, we're talking about a lot of love for you guys, and they're yeah. like, whoa. Man, uh, I agree um, with you. I agree with you. If you do this stuff, I mean, of course, you want to make money. You got to make money to stay open. But I totally agree. With you. If you're doing it for the money, I think it's the wrong reason. If you do it the right way. The people and the money is going to come, man. If you treating yeah, people good and they are trusting you, hey, we trust. We tell people, and oh, we won't save your life. So they're yeah. like, no, we're serious. I won't save your life. So, man, if you can get them to trust you, laugh, have a good time, man, the money's going to come. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you, uh, to act, okay, sorry. Okay. I was going to just say, uh, I'll tell you an interesting fact about um, just looking at the broad. Uh, scheme of things of our whole uh, population of athletes. Um, we have about, I got probably, they don't, they don't currently coach at my gym. Um, their previous coaches, L1 coaches at other gyms. We have about four of those that train here now. And I have another four trainers from Globo gyms. They work currently at a global gym, their personal trainers there or whatever it may be, they they train at my gym. They're they're athletes here. Wow. Here. So wow. It's pretty interesting. I mean, and I was thinking yeah. about that, you know, just here recently having a conversation with someone about, you know, because it was a class and there was like, you know, eight people here and there was like six of them in that class that they actually work at another gym <laughs> but they work out here oh, <laughs> they, pay here. they make their gains here man <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's that community man it'll keep you going you know because they go to their gym because i i think i mean i ran a gym myself as well and i'm sure maybe not you know at your gym because you might want to be at your gym 24 7 but other gyms you know when you're there all day working and then you have to work out 
you almost hate being there. Or, you know, I mean, I think you guys probably, because I know you guys are people person, people, people, whatever you want to say, but you got a lot of people talking to you all day while you're working out. They're like, hey, what the so sometimes it's, a, it's you want to get out of there, but the fact that they're choosing that place, I mean, and it's not just one, you got like 15 or whatever. I mean, come on. I mean, what is that? Yeah, that's, that's such a big thing in itself. So awesome stuff there, guys. I mean, seriously, we could go on for days about that, but we got to continue with some of these questions. That that actually is what he's talking about. One of them, like we helped her, he helped her on her pull-ups and stuff. She got her first bar muscle up during the open this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was Whoa. far away. I mean, she's a trainer at another Globo gym, and she was far away. And he starts telling her, you know, gotta work the strict pull-ups. Hey, trust me, that's what that's how it's gonna be. Man, she kept doing and she listened. She got her first bar muscle up. That wasn't the prettiest bar muscle up you ever seen, but she hit it, you know what I mean? She hit it, yeah. That's no joke. That's, I'll tell you, throw a whole party for that. I'm telling yeah. you, man. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this, right? Because uh, you guys are about 70 clients now. What would be the the maximum capacity that you guys could take at Motown? Uh, I think me and Willie go back and forth on this one. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I'm thinking we're going to need a waiting list. We get to like 110. <laughs> Well, it's like we go 200. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it ain't a real big. big spot. Yeah, we don't have a real big spot. How many square feet? 4,000 square feet. Okay. So, and it's um, it's cut up a little bit, so we can't utilize the whole space just the way the gym's made. Um, but um, my goal is like three year business plan type deal was 100 members. Like if I could get to a hundred, that was my first goal. Um, and then, I mean, after that, but you know, we, we haven't quite, I've been up to, I've been up to in the eighties, you know, we were in the eighties at one point. Um, but, um, I think but, we're mid eighties for the shutters now. Yeah. We were, COVID, we were rock and rolling. Yeah. <laughs> we were, really? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was uh, organized chaos sometimes. We were rocking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're getting better like at the organized chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, one t- you were, so uh, you think you think 200 or you think 110? What do you think? Or no, I, I, I pro- <laughs> it would be a waiting list, uh, like Eric said, around, around 110, 120. It'd probably be a waiting list. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I mean, I, at least you guys know that range. I always find it super important. Because uh, obviously you don't want to overextend yourself, and I always think that that tends to happen sometimes when you know you start adding you know different avenues of marketing or whatever it is, and you know people get surprised when they're like, "Wow, like I can't even take on more clients at this point." So um, knowing that number is always super super important, and I think you know sometimes you feel like you're at seventy eighty, like wow, we're we're at a good rate, but like, there's always that max, and like it's always a concern, you know, because there's constraints with whether it's parking or square footage. Or even just equipment, you know, that's always something to take into consideration. Well, you um, start considering like it would start taking away from the other members. Yeah, like, don't exactly. Sacrificing them, man, and we're we're losing what we got into it for yeah. too. You know, we don't we don't want to take away from them. I would want to take away from me and like what I'm getting out of it. So uh, definitely, there is a there is a a point there that would. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. So right around that one time, and then so. Um, now that we kind of understand the services and how you guys get the clients and whatnot, let's take a step back, right? You know, um, I know you guys mentioned that uh, uh, 
how, you know, you have a lot of clients who are, are very involved with, you know, getting people acclimated and getting them comfortable with the actual location. But walk me through the client journey. Like, let's say I'm not a client yet and or we're going through the process, I guess. I come to that console or that first, you know, free session, whatever you guys um, call it. Um, if I'm going through there, right, and then after that, I'm wanting to sign up or you guys want me to sign up, what's the sales process of becoming a client? As far as, uh, well, so, you know, you walk in the door, um, you get the, you know, you get the rundown say, say you're a, a, a you don't even know what CrossFit is. Um, I'm going to give you a, a slight rundown of what it is. Um, functional fitness, uh, you know, I'm stressed to you how, you know, we, we do the programming for you. It's, uh, the workouts on the board every day. Um, we try to warm up, you know, together, um explain the movements to you uh and and i always tell my athletes in the beginning uh that you know there might be a, a small bit of time in the you know in the beginning that you're not going to get quite as good as a workout because i'm tailoring back and i'm making sure your form's good so technique is uh, very important i don't want anybody getting hurt uh, once they learn the technique, we're going to ramp you up. The intensity is coming because I know that that's where we get the progress from. So uh, bear with me. Once I get your technique in, I'll, I'll get you going. Um, you know, I, I walk them through that process. I then ask them, you know, if they have any uh, anything I need to know about, any injuries, uh, any anything, your back's going on, your knees, uh, any previous surgeries or whatnot um, that I need to know about that I can relay to the other coaches or, you know, just let them know that way we can scale around those. And then um, kind of, I like to touch with them on their goals if I can, you know, Hey, wh why are you here? You know, what do you want out of this? And um, you know, what, you know, you know, and, and once they tell me those, and then I, you know, I address those. Um, I really uh, tell them, you know, first and foremost, I'm going to tell you that, you know, nutrition is huge. That's the building blocks. If you eat well, um, you're going to make some gains. You can pick our brains. This is our passion. We, we all have you know, educated ourselves in, in that regards. We're not, we're not nutritionists or you know, dietitians, but I can tell you what works for me. I can tell you what has worked for other clients that I've helped out. So, um, and, and then you sign a waiver. You, you get the first class for free. And then, like you said, a lot of times there's um, there's multiple there's, – there's, you know, there's two of us here a lot of times. So that on-ramp process for us is just during a class. So I get you in there. I get you talking to people, warming up together. And then, you know, maybe um, – I'm running the class, but Brian pulls them to the side over there, you know, while I'm talking. And then once we start some things in the warm up or whatnot, and, you know, he, he kind of one on ones with them during the workout or whatever it may be. Um, so we on ramp them, you know, as we go. And, and you know, we, and again, we have we have that you know, flexibility to do so because of there's multiple one trainers there at a time. Um, that, does that answer most of it? Is that, is yeah, that... yeah, no, no, that, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And then, um, now the real question is who does most of the selling between the three of you? <laughs> I, I, it possibly would be a toss up. Like, I, 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 I don't mean, like, we, it's like I said, we're all on the same page. We work it. The Brian, same. 
we, we work it the same way now i mean like we work it the same way i mean like like you said like we it's like a machine that runs good man like we work we don't butt heads we work good together hey you got her yeah i got her okay and the class keeps going but i, I don't know it's, it's probably a toss-up man like it really is like i can't say any of us is top salesman or anything yeah, because yeah. I, I, honestly to us it's just about it's just Motown. It don't matter. If I if I give a 50 members, hey, I don't count. I'm good. It's Motown to me. I want the business to thrive. Hell, this is a dream come true, man. Like when I started, like, and I got where I knew some stuff, people at the other gym would be like, hey, what about this? And I'd be like, Well, well, you need to do this, man. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? But I want that's why we went and got our L1 because I want to have that certificate. So what do you know? Well, I do have this piece of paper on the wall here. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know who the top salesman would be. Like, yeah. No, that, we're, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of, and we're kind of different. Like we're, we're different. We, we kind of have different demeanors and stuff. I mean, even it, it's just, man, it's, it's fun to watch, man. Sometimes I wish I could stand out from the outside and watch how it rolls, man. <laughs> it, it would be, it, yeah. it would be fun, man. Like, I'm probably the jokester, trying to make people laugh, like raw, kind of speak my mind, like, oh shit, I can't believe you said that. But and then, you know, Eric's probably more serious and Woody too, like so, but it's 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 crazy, man. Like I think, like I say, we probably like we're all sell Stevie probably sells the most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say man, he probably well. sells the most. I wish you yeah, I wish she yeah. was here, man. <laughs> Should have been good. Yeah, I had four people. Been awesome. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. If she wasn't training, she would be. But she's kind of bashful too, man. I don't know. She probably would have been like, like I don't know. She might have stepped in, stepped out, like. But she probably is the top seller because she's the thoroughbred. And as far as like even women and men, they look at her and say, "Wow, she's awesome." Like you know, I want to be like Stevie. You know what I mean? Everybody loves her to death, man. Like I mean, so yeah. That would probably be the best answer. Stevie's the top sales. Oh yeah, Stevie, Stevie. That our community man, where we live, like she's she's pretty known. She's a well, she's a really good athlete from our area. I mean, a lot of people know uh, know and love Stevie. That's awesome. I mean, that's awesome, man. Are they gonna make Stevie the mascot of Motown? I'm telling you, she is. She really she is. is. I know she is. Absolutely, and we we love it being like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no better way, man. I, I mean, I love, so, I love, I love telling dudes at work. Hey, man, like I got women among them that would keep your ass. You know what I mean? Tell them like, yeah, okay, but let's see. Come on down, get some man. We'll fix you right up. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. That's awesome stuff, and I feel like that's. I mean, that's. I mean, depending on where you are, uh, in what facility, but I think there's always the a few head full of women at CrossFit gyms who are like whoa like they're uh, next level even I, I, the one in stanford where i'm at i mean there was a few a few who did go uh i don't know if they went to regionals or what it was but um they're like they're like wow like they're but they're training like you know two times a day and they're, this is all they do they live there you know uh, but everybody wants to be like them but nobody can train like this and that's <laughs> the honest truth <laughs> so awesome guys and so now moving into this question i kind of turn the table and have you guys self-reflect and, and kind of put a judgment on yourself. Right. Um, and so uh, it typically in, in the gym industry, there's about three pillars of business that we use most prominently. Um, and that's the lead generation, which is your marketing, 
uh, lead acquisition, which is your sales, and then retention and ascension, which is basically retaining your client and getting them to pay more as they stay a client or like an upsell for lack of a better term. Of those three, uh, which do you feel like you guys could improve on the most? Eric. Oh man, I don't know. I, I would say like retention, if we get them in the doors, man, and they come with us and they stay with us, they work out with us about 10 times. We call them truthers. They're coming. They're going, we're, we're pretty They're, good at, we're pretty good it. at retention. Um, awesome. Marketing. marketing. I think we're like, uh, we're failing there. My friend, <laughs> like I said, that, if, you, you, if you Googled us online, you're like, man, I don't even know where that place is. We've had people walk in the door and be like, man, y'all ain't got a website right now. Hey, website. I've been fussing about this website. Shit. I've been fussing about this, man. Oh, yeah. But, uh, oh, we're, we're definitely you. failing there. Um, the ascension part's coming. Um, that, yeah. I think Woodley's got a good plan, a three-year plan that's uh, that's in place. We're pretty good there too. It's moving forward. We have we have members in there, and it's like, man, what can you get more out of your members? I'm thinking, dude, you're a member. What are you talking about? He's like, you need to get you need to get more out of your members. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> man, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, man, God. what you want, man? I know. So. We're moving in that direction. I've never heard that one before. Oh, that's man. what he said. I mean, he's a business dude, and yeah. um, but the yeah, we're failing on marketing. Um, I would say because and I don't know if we're failing or not. It's just yeah, we are. That would be our our lowest point because <laughs> um, it's like our marketing is what we were saying earlier. It's like the people that are in there, they're pulling people in. Um. You know, my wife, she's a school teacher. She's pulling people in. She's getting them in the door. She's come bringing them in there, you know? So that's our part. You know, that's, that's about all we got right now. It's the biggest thing we got. What do you think, Wood? Is that close? That's exactly right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we're failing marketing. <laughs> and now, what I will say on that, guys, I mean, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. Maybe that's our other 20 members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I um yeah, I gotta get Eric. My bad, I'm sorry. No, nah, man, you good. Um, I was gonna say, um, you know, one thing I try to like like I let everybody know, right? You guys are professional trainers, gym owners, whatever you want to say. You're not professional marketers, you're not professional salespeople, you're not supposed to be professional there. Genuine truth, you know, so not something to be upset at. It's just a matter of like, hey, we know we need to do this, and that's that's all we're gonna do. We're gonna take action on that. So um, nothing to fret upon or frown upon either. I mean, I think it's just something to realize, okay, like we could improve there, but we're exceeding here, you know, and that's something to be proud of, man. Um, nothing to always look down on it. And so, um, and I, 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 let me ask you this, right? I, I think um, this is always a good question to ask as well, right? As far as um, tracking goes, right? Like uh, actually understanding how long the clients have been there or like where they came from or whatnot or, just tracking in general, whatever it may be that's most important to you guys, whether it's retention or whatever. Um, how do you guys go about doing that? Uh, um, I use the Waterfile software. Okay, familiar. So, right. so I, um, I, everybody goes in the system. Um, when they sign a waiver, I have them fill out the, um, uh, I fill out certain things that I need to put them in the system. And one main thing, um, which is uh, started is a phone number to contact them. 
Um, so I put them all in there. They and you know, so they um, there's different um, there's active and and non-active or whatever in the system. So um, and then I mean, I and I I try to no, no matter like how they pay or whatever, it's it's not a contract here, so you're not you're not locked into anything. But I put you on auto renew. So it's going to tell me, you know, when your stuff is due or whatever. Um, so if someone kind of falls off um, and they go on and and they, um, you know, stop their payment or whatever, um, I still get notification. And then um, so I can see and, and I actually reach out. I reach out to them and, you know, touch base and, you know, hey, you know, what's, you know, how's things going? I missed you from the gym um, in the last couple of weeks. Um you know, just want to, you know, touch base and see how things are going. And if you, you know, look, we look forward to having you back. Um, but uh, that's kind of just how I keep up with it. Um, you know, every so often I go in and I, I just, you know, file through the members and, and see. Yeah. We're, yeah, totally. I mean, we have like a, a group, like it's called Motown Talk on our text message. All four of us. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's so we want to be so personable. I mean, I don't know quite everybody in the mornings because I don't coach those classes much. But the classes we coach, man, I like to know everybody by name. And so in our thing, we're always saying, "Hey, we seen Sally. Hey, can we reach out to her?" Blah blah. What about in the morning, Stevie? Oh, I ain't seen Isaac. So, man, we it's it's personable. It's not wow, man. It's like That's like it's big. community, man. Like we care about these people, man. That are remember. It's not just their money, like. We know them by name and stuff. And so uh, if they're missing, man, I, like the other day, I was like, where's Michael at? Well, then he came in. I was like, hey, Michael, I was getting ready to send a search party out for you, man. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been on vacation. Yeah. I know. I I know you what, but see, it's so personal. It's like that, man. Like, but when he checks through the computer, but most of the time it's in our head, like, you know, and we'll yeah. try to reach out to him. And another part okay. about that is that, um, we'll go back to our, our main marketing tool uh, that we're failing at, but the one that we're doing really good with is helping people to meet those goals. So we know if, man, if you're, if you're not coming in the door, you, you know, we're, we're probably not going to be able to retain you because you're not going to get your goals, you know? So, uh, um, that's why another, you know, reason we're on, you know, just trying to stay on top of, Hey, come on, you know, I need you in here. You know, yeah. that two days a week thing ain't enough. I, I want you in here. I'm going you know, I'm to throw something on the flip side of this real quick. I was thinking of it. You know, the other side is JJ on the retention is uh, when we had to shut the doors, uh, our members, we're like, dude, we're going to stop payment. Like, whatever you do, don't you stop that payment. We're like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, so we shut the doors, the gyms were closed, and our members like, don't stop the payment. You keep getting my membership. And, like, they just kept it there. So that genuineness that Willie wow. and Brian's just putting out there, it, it, man, we got some really good members, man. We got some good people in there too. We loaned all our equipment out. I, yeah, didn't, have we, hardly, I didn't have hardly anything to work out with. Yeah, we, mat, we didn't have a mat to do burpees on. Yeah, I'm right. like, man, I'm fussing, like, I need something to work out with. You, you, they're a paying members. You, you don't get to roll it. They get to roll this way. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing, guys. I mean, honestly, I mean, that's almost that's a shock in itself i mean the fact that your members i mean first of all they're asking for what more you got and then number two i mean they, they told you not to 
Insanity. Oh, yeah. Again. Yeah. It, it, wow. Wow, that's a big one. So, <laughs> now, this is going to be a fun question. And this is the reason why I was about two minutes late to our meeting. Because the guy who I asked last time, he walked out for 10 minutes, came back in the room. We re-recorded it, and he answered the question. I kid you not. So, I don't know if it was that big of a deal, but it's a new mm-hmm. question I started asking recently. So, I don't know if you guys all want to answer it, if you guys want, want, want to take lead. But if you had to go back in time to when you guys first started the gym, what's one piece of advice you guys would tell yourself? Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Hmm. Man, I'm gonna have to walk out for ten minutes too, JJ. <laughs> I tell you, I kid you not. A guy walked in, he's like, oh, "I'm gonna join the room again." He's like, "I was like, all right." <laughs> like, geez. That's tough. Mm. What do you think, Eric? Uh, you repeat the question. <laughs> oh, man. man that's a tough it is a tough one man I, i'm gonna tell you when we for me this is one thing like if we're a new member a new gym i'm just thinking i'm just talking out loud for myself maybe not for willie but uh when we when they we first opened the doors we would almost give it away man jj willie and stevie stevie are giving it away I'm talking yeah. about free memberships, free this. I mean, discounted memberships. I was, and now it's like, what the heck? If we had to go back, no way would we do this. Because you don't, you don't have to give it away, man. If you got a quality product, which I know we got, it sells, it's, it will sell itself. You don't have to do deals for a good product, man. You don't. If it's a deal, it ain't worth the shit. I mean, sorry, it ain't worth the darn, man. So I, I would go back and say, no deals. We don't need, they didn't need them deals. They didn't need to give it away so much. Um, I think that set, set them back a little bit. Just my thoughts. I, I feel like we give it away sometimes. And it's just, you know, sometimes we're just kind of like nice about it. But if you give it away too, I, I'm thinking about there was like, that's probably 15 members that we gave free memberships to. They didn't come back. They're not there. And if you don't pay for something and put an investment into something as yourself, then you're not going to come back. Like you're not investing in it yourself. So almost requiring somebody to, you know, pay that keeps, that gets them in, you know, that they're invested now. Yeah. They want to, they want to change their lives. If you just give it to them. And I, like if I, if I just give it to you, you didn't work for it, man. It wasn't challenging. You're not going to change your life like that. And that, that's just something I would think going back when we opened the doors, if I knew that coming in and was confident enough that, look, it's going to be all right, I think we would have you know, erased a lot of – might have kept some more members. Now, might have kept them 15 that didn't come back. Um, might have been able to change their lives. I don't know. That's just – that's, 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 that's definitely a good point. You know, we're nervous starting out. like Yeah. We just jumped through wings, like so. Yeah, we, we were like, you know, we kind of sold ourselves short a little bit in the beginning, maybe on the price. And like, man, we're on the way lower end of a CrossFit gym for unlimited, man, hundred dollars unlimited. That's way on the lower end. And sometimes there's two or three coaches. Like, 
So, and then probably, probably that in the marketing in the beginning, maybe have that website ready to go. That would be my advice. Like have that ready in the beginning, ready to go. But you know, we, we're learning on the fly, man. Yeah. Yeah. Woodley, you want to add anything there? I, I, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, uh, um, what they're saying about um, is this passive in the beginning of, you know, will it work? And I mean, I'm going out here and, you know, taking my, you know, small bit of life savings and, you know, diving off in, you know, some big loans. And so it was just a, a, a small thought of, you know, will they pay? Will it work? Do, do we have to be competitive in their pricing to other gyms around here? And, and more and more now, um, when you sit back and see, I mean, like, you know, if I sit back and watch a, a class, you know, Brian and Eric coaching a class or Stevie coaching a class and you see the members that are in here, um, we do have a lot to offer. And, and, you know, if, if I would have had that confidence, just knowing that in the beginning, I, I definitely, the rates would probably be higher now <laughs> and they're, they're going there, but, uh, and the, um, and just, um, you know, knowing, you know, that we do have a very good product to offer. And um, yeah. so, yeah, just being, being confident and in, in knowing that you do and that, um, you know, just thinking back to how we started and what we got out of it and, you know, how we, you know, we'd like to pay for that product, you know, I mean, so yeah, definitely that would be a big part of it. Um, I know that, um, Get, getting the L1 is a that yeah, was a plus. I, I wish I would have got it ten years ago. Yeah, uh, it, you know. So we I, we all three got it at the same time, right before we opened the gym. And uh, oh. I, I I think that, and I tell people still. I mean, if they really like CrossFit, um, you know, there's a guy in our gym that um, you know we we told for. You know, for a while, he, he dove in, he, he, he made a lot of gains. Um, you know, he, they say sometimes he walks around here like Matt Frazier. And, but we told him, we were like, look, man. Whoa. He's like, go get you across for L1, man. You, you, I mean, even though you're not even, you're not even thinking about coaching or nothing, just go get it, man. Because it really – it made a difference in some, you know, perspective. And mm -hmm. if you ever can, if you do get to get it and you can choose where you go and who's doing it, Chuck Carswell was, who was that? He, he was the goat and he was at ours and man, he, he done a phenomenal job. And it just, um, it, it pushed me over the edge on, you know, opening the gym and, you know, even more of a passion for CrossFit. If I, could, if I could model my coaching after one dude, that'd be the dude, man. That's the I, dude, I, JJ. That, I, that kind of makes me think about answering that last question. Like, if you if your brand is good and you love it and you care, don't doubt yourself. Hey, don't doubt it one bit. Go in there and do what you're going to do. Just like Chuck told us at the L1, he said, people would come, people would, like, I think I want to go to the gym across town. He said, okay, no problem. He said, when you come back, have your checkbook out. You know what I mean? He, he was like, I, they come, my stuff's good. I know they're coming back. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it was. He was like, you know, you, if they left, he said, hey, in another month, I just tell them when they come back in the door, you got your checkbook out? Like, man, <laughs> he was awesome, man. But that would be my thing. 
Don't doubt. Yeah. Don't doubt. Don't doubt. Don't you know. Totally. Look, gentlemen, look, I think that's a pretty good place totally uh to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out here, guys, shout out your Instagram, Facebook. I know you say you don't have a website, but whatever you guys got, um, anything, where can people find you guys at? Where'd you find us? Yeah, I to figure this out, man. Hey, share some more around there, man. <laughs> oh my God. So like I said, so well, like I we have the number, the number we call that I don't know if we call it Woodley's number or if we call That's it the club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it had that direct line of like I said, I think we your Facebook was on there though, if I'm not mistaken, from what I had. Um so that was just Motown CrossFit. But I mean, if you guys got anything else, I mean, maybe like a, a LinkedIn or something. <laughs> a Wikipedia. I don't know. But also good. Well, look, at least the address. You guys got the address where they can come over. <laughs> 105 West Concord Street, Morganton, North Carolina, 28655. Come see us. That's hey, what's it. the uh, what, what's the Facebook thing, Brian? Motown CrossFit. Motown CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's an Instagram. There's an Instagram Motown CrossFit. We need. Is that? Would you you think that'd be your advice, JJ, for what you got from us? Maybe work on the marketing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, that's all stuff we can talk about after. Well, let's let me close this out real quick. JJ, <laughs> you come yeah. see us, man. Come see yeah, us, come man. On, man. Listen, I, I got some buddies in Rayleigh. I told Woodley, I got some buddies over in Rayleigh, man. So I don't know how yeah. far it's from you guys, but I definitely yeah, will, man. man. We love to have you, man. We have a good time. Of course, of course. Look, look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you guys can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, you want to be notified about future episodes hit the like and subscribe button if you're interested in joining us talk about your business model within the fitness industry click the link in the description fill it out and our team will be in touch with you very soon and as always until next time jim lord out thank you for listening to this interview but don't go anywhere we still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode but if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients keep them longer and make more money Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke, and joining me on the show is Norm from Supreme Fitness and Dublin Fitness out in California. Welcome to the show. How are you today, Norm? Good, Brooke. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm super excited to have you here today. Thank you for taking some time away from your busy day-to-day life to be here and give back to the fitness industry a little bit. We appreciate you. Um, really, before we dive into the business and what you do and why you do it, tell us a little bit about, you know, what it was that got you started as a fitness business owner. Okay. Well, this is easy because I've told this story several times. Uh, I was working for my father in the moving business in Los Angeles, and I was probably around 25 years old, 26. And I started seeing these little gyms in these strip centers and it said personal training and remember this is um gosh over 30 years ago and I was like and I love to work out I've always been athletic and I thought wow what this is weird they're paying people to train them so I started looking more into it and I went through 
National Academy of Sports Medicine and got certified, which was in Chicago at that time. And then I started training people kind of out of their, well, no, I went to a, a, a big um, gym called um, Los Caballeros and I started training people there and I, I was there about 11 months and I was getting a pretty good clientele base and I decided no, I want to go out on my own. So I started training people at their homes and I would load up my SUV at, you know, 4.30 in the morning, go train somebody, go drive 20 miles away, train someone three hours later. And I'm like, this is getting old. So then I started training people out of 24-hour fitness. And we found out that that's a big no-no. Well, especially now, but, you know, 30 years ago, it wasn't that big a deal because personal training wasn't so popular. Well, it became popular. And so I got kicked out of 24-hour fitness and it was like, either open my own facility, work for 24-hour fitness, which I wasn't going to do. Nothing against 24-hour fitness. It's just not my my format. So I took $2,000, which I borrowed from a client at that time, and opened up uh, my business, Supreme Fitness, in 1995. And from there, I just um, kind of expanded that business. And I guess in a nutshell, that's that's kind of how it all how it all happened, started, there you go. Exciting stuff. I mean, I think it's really unique how this isn't something that like you've always wanted to do since you were a little boy. You just kind of no. crossed it one day and you're like, hmm, this is kind of an interesting idea. And then you really fell in love with it and it changed, you know, your path. Um, so now you have Supreme Fitness, but you also have another location, Dublin Fitness. But what I would love for you to do for our listeners is kind of paint a picture. What are those gyms? What kind of services do you guys provide? The whole nine yards in that aspect that we can that way we can have like a picture in our brains okay. moving forward in the conversation. Sure. So Supreme Fitness is a smaller format. It's 1,400 square feet. And it, both gyms are strictly personal training. Uh, the, the gym in Irvine, when I designed it, I made sure that there was a lot of functional space available. So there was room to do uh, a lot of the plyometrics and things like that that I was kind of getting into at that time. And so we have everything from, you know, battling ropes to TRX to uh, kettlebells, uh, ripcord training. We, we cover the whole gamut, but it's, it's a small facility. So I'll have anywhere from two up to sometimes four trainers working at one time in the facility. And that's Supreme Fitness in, in Irvine. I run a gym in Dublin, California, which um, ironically, I kind of partnered up with my ex-wife who runs personal training schools. And she runs one of the schools out of Dublin, California. So she asked me, because she didn't know a lot about gyms, and she asked me if I could help with the gym. So we moved that facility from like a membership gym, which just wasn't working because it's about 5,000, 6,000 square feet. Wasn't big enough to compete with some of the gyms that are charging, you know, $20 a month. So I turned that into a personal training facility. And currently we have, uh, I think seven, I want to say maybe eight trainers working there right now. And all of my trainers are independent contractors. So they can kind of come and go as they want. Uh, the gym in Dublin is, is larger. We have some AstroTurf. We do, you know, some tire work, some pushing sleds, things like that. Um, and that's kind of the picture of the two facilities. I love it. So a personalized experience. It's a personal training gym. People are joining you with probably specific kind of goals in mind. Um, and then they get placed with the trainer 
and they kind of work out with the trainer and that's kind of who you guys are. Um, cool. So how many trainers do you guys have right now? Uh, how big is, you know, how big are you? So in, in Irvine before, so COVID it, it really put some damage to, to personal training facilities and, you know, even like 24 hour fitness, LA fitness. I mean, COVID really, really hurt us. So I had to shut down for, roughly almost three months completely 100% shut down uh then I when I reopened so I was running like four trainers at that point in Irvine and then I so right now currently I have two trainers business has picked up they're they're very busy and I'm actually looking to you know possibly bring on a third trainer at this point in in Irvine and in Dublin same sort of thing happened after COVID hit uh, I, I took over the gym and then COVID hit and then, you know, that, so we were down to, I mean, I think we had one trainer working wow. when I took it over, which was probably two years ago. And now I think we have, um, I have to count <laughs> up to seven or eight trainers now in, in Dublin. Wow. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, you know, two trainers in Irvine, eight trainers in Dublin. How many clients would you say that these trainers are averaging? Is this their full-time gig or are they doing this as a part-time gig? No, I would say no. All the trainers that I have right now are, it's their full-time, full-time job. I know that the trainers in Irvine are staying, you know, very busy. Um, they're, you know, they're doing anywhere from 40 to 50 sessions a week um, wow. and in Dublin you know several of them are doing those kind of numbers um, the thing is I don't you know I don't really keep too close to a tab I don't have to because they're again they're independent contractors so yeah totally so for you you know because you're not like actively there actually why don't you tell our listeners like a little bit about how this dynamic works so that we can kind of get a picture because I think every gym owner does things a little bit differently but your situation is extremely unique so I'd love <laughs> to kind yeah. of share that with us yeah well my my situation is I my wife and I bought a, a 16 acres out here in Georgia about six years ago with the idea that when I retired we would move out here and this is where we would kind of do our stuff well COVID hit and my gym got shut down. I was trying to support two households, one in California, my place here in Georgia, my wife got furloughed. So I said, you know what? I'm done. Let's go. So we packed up my truck and a little trailer and we moved my, my two big dogs. Now we have three giant dogs and a tortoise and we moved to 2,500 miles away to Georgia. And I'm sitting here now on 16 acres. I love it. And my lease in Irvine was actually going to expire this year. And I just renewed for another five years because business is doing well. My trainers are super happy and I run the gyms pretty much from just remotely from cameras. I'll travel. I'll go into Dublin a couple times a year. I'll go to Irvine a few times a year. Just keep an eye on things, you know, do any kind of administrative stuff I have to do. But if you get the gyms running pretty smoothly, there's not a lot to do. Everything you know, there, it's just, there's not a lot of bookkeeping. There's not a lot of um, regulations. It's just, um, it, it's not too bad really, but, but it's really important. You do have to definitely have the right mix of trainers because if you have the wrong mix of trainers, then all of a sudden your job as an owner can become a nightmare. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And being that you are running this like remotely, you have to be extra careful about the people that you bring on board and and kind of that aspect of things. So um, what, what does the process look like for you guys to acquire new clients? Are you guys doing any sort of marketing efforts on your own to market to new clients? Or is this something that the trainers are doing for themselves? Uh, both. I do uh, up in Dublin, which is a newer uh, newer deal for me. That we're working on doing the social, you know, marketing and all that stuff. In Irvine, my one trainer, uh, she does a lot of her own marketing through Yelp. I've kind of found that now marketing is, you know, when I first started, we used to do, you know, flyers and mailers and that stuff, as we know, just really doesn't work anymore. So everything's about, uh, you know, social media now. So I do a Yelp presence. I do a Google presence. Um, just from doing it for so long, for 30 years, I get a lot of referrals. I get people coming back or, you know, hey, Norm, such and such, you know, my friend wants to start training, whatever. So we, we, it seems to be a pretty good flow of people. And the, the trainers in Dublin, they mostly do all their own own advertising and it's on a on a main street so we get some good you know pretty good um, visibility from the from the street got it so all are all of your tra uh trainers like maxed out right now with clients or um you know the thing is there's always room i mean in Irvine, i would say they're they're probably pretty close you know um but the thing is as we know in this business all of a sudden things change you lose one or two and all of a sudden you've got you know room so we're always trying to get more people. And that's why I, I say I'm almost at the point where maybe I need to bring in a third trainer at this point. Yeah, I mean, obviously our goal in this, when we get into this business, of course we want to help people. But of course, we also want to make some money off of it. We want this to be a stream of income for us and for our trainers. So, you know, the idea of bringing somebody else on board at the Irvine facility, how would that transform the business and things for you, if at all? Well, that would, yeah, because right now, well, let me just tell you that my goal when I opened my facility my ultimate goal was for the trainers to pay for all the overhead. So that way, whatever I train was just pure profit for me. Because in the beginning, I mean, it's, there's a lot of overhead. I don't think a lot of trainers realize that my small little place in Irvine is, you know, my overhead is, is going to run, you know, $7,000 a month. Um, you know, up in Dublin, it's, you know, it's 10,000 a month. So there's a lot of overhead. So I think um, just anytime you can bring in, you know, you really want to keep the trainers pretty close to capacity and then bring another trainer in. It's kind of that whole pyramid thing, right? You don't want to start up here. You got to start the foundation and bring it up. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that that's so vital and so important. And um, my question to you would be, you know, like what, what are you actively doing to get to the point where, you know, your trainers are able to pay that overhead and you can start to profit some of the, the money? So I think, honestly, it was perseverance. I mean, I was there before COVID mm -hmm. and, you know, life was great and COVID hit. And ironically, some people profited a lot of money from COVID and a lot of people lost everything. 
uh, I certainly didn't lose everything, but I certainly had to persevere and, and kind of cut way back and do some, make some changes. So I would say now the business, which is why I signed another lease, because the business is profitable now, uh, you know, and I would like to, you know, eventually sell. Um, but I would like to just keep that, keep that um, stability going for another, you know, three or four years. Yeah, I love it. I think, you know, get the business to a point where it's making a bunch of money. Um, and then that makes it a little bit easier for you to find a seller who's, who's or a buyer who's going to want to buy the facility and continue yeah, exactly. to run it to be what it is. Um, awesome. So a great talking point on this podcast that I love to touch on with my mem- with my clients is what would you say is the biggest bottleneck or challenge that you're facing within the business right now um, that if you don't clear it out of the way, it might hold you back in the future as you kind of continue to grow? I, that's a, that's a good question. I think, um, and when you ask me these questions, I kind of think of the two facilities, right? Because I have, right. I have a couple different, two different things going on. Right now, my, my smaller facility, I just have two of the top best I, independent contractors. They're not employees. They, you know, they're their own bosses, but they are just like the best. That's why I really don't, I'm not rocking the boat. I'm just, you know, continuing with that format. So I really don't have anything, you know, I don't have a, a bottleneck there. Uh, in in Dublin, I think the biggest challenge is just being able to find more trainers to come in. And what you have is you just have to be careful because sometimes trainers come, I've been doing, I've had my place since 1995 and you'll get a trainer, they come in, you start feeding them clients, they get busy, they're doing 30, 40 sessions a week. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, hey, uh, I'm leaving. And they go try to open up facility, you know, 10, five miles away. And they take those clients with them. And all of a sudden you just went from like, you know, up here to down here. And then you got to start all over again. So I think, you know, finding good quality trainers, that's, to me, I think that's the challenge. And I think that's probably the challenge with most businesses. My son owns a couple of restaurants and he he has the same challenges. Yeah, I mean, hiring in today's world is a difficulty for most businesses, not even just in this fitness business. It's kind of full circle. All businesses are struggling a little bit. So for you, what would you say, you know, you guys are going to do to kind of overcome that challenge? How are you going to find good trainers that are going to be able to fulfill what you're looking for within the facility? Uh, so I've, I've done some advertising. I haven't really had to hire a trainer in Irvine now for, oh man, probably four or five years. So up in Dublin, I've done some, some uh, you know, like Indeed, uh, done some you know, some social media, trying to find, you know, trainers. Uh, again, the hard part is, is just finding trainers that are willing to come in and, you know, pay a, a monthly fee or pay, you know, pay a session, whatever. That's the challenge. Yeah, it can be hard to kind of find somebody who's the right fit for your space. But I think just continuing to put yourself out there um, within the community and um, on the, the, 
hiring sites, Indeed, LinkedIn, all these places. If you have a presence there, you'll definitely get some faces flowing in and hopefully find somebody that will be a good Yeah, and I think it's just timing. You know, once in a while, I'll get someone just sends me an email. Hey, are you hiring, you know, trainers to come in and work at your facility, whatever, and then I'll you know, talk to them. So it's just- Yeah, I yeah. think sometimes they come at the most unexpected times um, and mm -hmm. just being open to having that conversation, even if you feel like it's not a great time for you to hire somebody, if you have that conversation when it arises, you kind of open up your connections there. And when the time comes, you know, you already have that connection. So maybe that person will still be looking for something. Exactly. Um, that's, that's very important. So it kind of sounds like the goal- the goal for you here is to get your businesses making a bunch of money so that you can get to the point where you, you can sell. Um, but do you have any other goals in mind for the businesses? You've been running them for like 25, well, one of them you've been running for 25 years and the other one you've had for the past few years. But like, what's the goal? Where would you like to see these go? So the goal, I guess, would be for the, the gym I run up in Dublin. As I told you, I kind of partnered you know, my ex-wife came to me, who we're still really good friends. So I would like to get that gym up to where, you know, she was just making some money and then she'll, you know, then she'll be happy. And if I can sell my gym in Irvine, I won't have to, I won't be traveling anymore. And then my wife can quit her job as a finance manager at Mercedes and then she'll be happy and then everybody will be happy. So basically, so Brooke, I just want to keep everybody happy. Yeah, that's that's good. And then I think you'll be I think you'll be happy too when everybody else is happy. Uh, that's kind of how I am. Like I'm a people pleaser, so I want to make all the people in my life really really happy and then I'm just like Right. Oh. And that's yeah, life is good. Kids are happy, <laughs> yeah. dogs are happy, everybody's happy, horses are happy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Life is good like you said. So, um what other than hiring, what has to happen for you to get to that point? where you, your ex-wife's gym is making money and where you're able to sell your location, your wife is able to quit her job and everybody is happy. What has to happen to get there? Um, well, and for, and let me just say, in case, you know, anybody watches, my wife's not really wanting to quit her job. She loves her job. Um, but, uh, um, I think just, you know, honestly, gosh, Brooke, I think just perseverance I think just sticking with it um I, I think I told you earlier in our little talk that you know I think most trainers fail because of unrealistic expectations and I'm sure that owners of, of gyms fail because of the same reason they think it's going to happen so quickly and, and fast and it just usually it doesn't happen it's you know there's a little turbulence along the way but if you can work your way through that turbulence and just stick with it offer a good service um treat every client like they're your last client you're ever going to have. Um, I remember I had a, a client of mine tell me when I first opened, I had 800 square feet of a dungeon. There were no windows. There was a little skylight. And he was a really nice guy. He was a doctor. And he said, Norm, he goes, people don't come here for, for this. He goes, I mean, come on, look around. He goes, they come here for you. And so I think if you can just carry that into how you run your business, then my belief, maybe I'm naive, but I think everything will just kind of work its way through. I love it. I love the idea of persever perseverance 
in the in the space of a business owner, I think it's so important to always be able to overcome whatever challenges are thrown your way. Always being able to roll with the punches because some crazy things happen. I mean, nobody expected this pandemic to change our entire life in 2020, right. but here we are and we persevered and now the world is back to the new normal. Um, so that's such a great, you know, word of advice. And what I love to do on this podcast is end with what I call a mic drop moment. And so this is your time norm to give us like a word of advice that somebody gave you at the very beginning when you first became a business owner that really resonated with you as you grew this business uh let's see i know i know someone told me i know who it was but they said you know don't expect to make any money for at least the first five years they were close. I probably didn't really make it much money for the first 15 years when you own your own facility. Uh, it's just, it's hard. When you do the numbers, when you look at it, you're like, oh my God, all I need is three trainers doing 30 sessions a week and I'm going to make 150000 a year. Well, what you don't realize, you don't get that. And then you're just working your butt off. I mean, I was doing 50, 60 sessions a week, but I was paying a lot of that back into the overhead. So I think that that's um, advice about it's going to take you know, five years was good advice, but it honestly took even a little bit longer. Yeah, I think when you start your own business and you, um, you know, you don't have that guidance and support, nobody really shows you like, okay, this is how you're going to become profitable in one year. Like nobody can show you that something that you have to kind of figure out on your own. Um, that's difficult. That's really, really hard. And so, you know, somebody telling you, oh, it's going to take at least five years to become profitable. Well, for them, it might have taken five years, but for you, it took 15. And Yeah, I will say that I started with $2,000 that I borrowed from a client to start my facility. I had come out of a bankruptcy over 30 years ago. I had no credit. I couldn't even get equipment. Now my credit score is over 840. I So I, I took it from, you know, down here with zero money. I had to borrow money to to where it is now and it's you know yeah it's not a 24-hour fitness or an LA fitness but I always say LA fitness 24-hour fitness they want to see how many people they can sign up and never come back with personal training we want to see how many people we can sign up and how often we can keep them coming in yeah it's a relationship business it truly is we have to be able to have these you know have these relationships with our clients and be a part of their lives um, in order to be successful. So that's a great word of advice. Thank you for sharing that. Where can our listeners find you guys on social media if they're interested in checking out your facility, what you have to offer? <laughs> well, uh, let's see, supremefitnesstraining.com and dublinfitnesstraining.com. And I will say Dublin Fitness Training has been a challenge getting everything going. So this is just a little website that I've kind of put together in the last few months. Uh, Supreme Fitness has been there a while. So yeah, supremefitnesstraining.com or doublefitnesstraining.com. And I, and I love helping trainers, actually. I've done some YouTube uh, videos where I've tried to help trainers or I've done, yeah, I have a little YouTube channel. Because I, I don't know, I always think like people are like, oh, there's, you know, you don't want to help the competition. Well, there is no competition. Your only competition is yourself. So I, I enjoy helping trainers. And if they, you know, I always tell them, you call me 
text me. I've got 30 years of experience. I've worked from Olympic athletes to the CEO of Oakley to, you know, kids, everything in between. I've, I've pretty much done it all. And I've made a lot of mistakes and I've done a few things correct. Well, thank you for that insight, Norm. Um, for our listeners, thank you guys as well. Thank you for tuning in today. If you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you would like to join us for a future episode of the Gym Lords podcast, go ahead and fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero, and today we're joined by Steve Siapa of CNC Strong Fit in Guilford, Connecticut. Steve, how are we doing, man? Good. How are you? Thanks doing for good, man. That. You got it. Thank you for coming on. Uh, both Connecticut residents here, so we're super close. Could do this in person, which would be great. But um, let's dive in, man. So talk to us and the listeners about CNC Strong Fit. Let's start with, like, you know, why you started this, this business and what that experience has been like for you? Uh, sure. Um, well, I was always involved in some type of physical activity, whether it was martial arts or trying to lift weights and not be a skinny kid. Um, and uh, I just was always into the science aspect of it, studying anatomy and things like that. Um, I did work a corporate job for quite a few years um, while working part-time at a gym. Um, I kind of dropped out of that. And then uh, after getting laid off again in 2010, um, I spent some time just uh, thinking about what I wanted to do at home. Right. Uh, I'm a musician as well. I'm a drummer. Um, and uh, I couldn't make a living just playing drums as much as I wanted to. Uh, and then I thought that if you do what you love, it's not work. And I always enjoyed helping people and training uh so i revisited that um i renewed my certifications through the national strength and conditioning association um since then a medical exercise specialist through american council on exercise trx certified um and just you know with the continuing education conferences uh as much knowledge as i can absorb um so that's what got me back into it around 2011 um I was doing some training at uh, Planet Fitness when they still had a personal training model. Uh, and uh, we kind of, uh, I had met a friend, uh, a, young, a younger kid who was working with me that we really hit it off. 
and we just seem to really connect on what we should be providing clients versus what we were able to do where we were. Right. Uh, I was training a physician, which I still train to this day, um, who initially had an idea to open up a wellness center sure. with, a, with an exercise portion per medical office and a medically supervised weight loss program. And in the search for equipment to do that, I came across the studio space that I'm currently in um, that somebody just wanted to sell and leave right away. Um, so at that time, uh, Chris, my friend and I came up here uh, and, and had a good number of our clients who followed us up the street. We're not that far from where we were working. Perfect. And that's how we were able to kick it off. Um, yeah. That's where the CNC comes from. Our two last names, Cassette and Siapa. Um, so that was the, the initial plan was to have a more boutique private one-on-one -on -one personal training experience, a little bit higher quality than the norm, than your gym training, a little right. more attention to detail. Uh, you know, we didn't do any advertising. It was just a lot of word of mouth, helping people get results and they share that with people. And that's, we grew organically like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how it's, that's how it happened. Yeah, for sure, Steve. And I, I yeah, great story. Uh, I didn't know that uh, Planet Fitness does not do personal training anymore. That's, I did not know that. They stopped doing that? At the time. Wow. And that was 2000, yeah. 2012, 13. Okay. The, C, the then CEO, at least, called it Rent-A-Friend. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so what happened was gyms that had successful models yeah. said, well, we're not going to stop doing what we're doing. So at least where I was, they sectioned off an area of the gym Oof, yeah. and put a separate entrance in and changed the name. They had a name for it. Um, and then everybody who was working as a trainer just switched over and worked there. That's crazy. I did not know that. That's, that's yeah. Very interesting model they have there. So, so very cool. So we, we started this in 2015. You talked us through that story. Mm -hmm. So I think every successful business has to, check three boxes, right? One, we have to kind of solve, we have to solve a problem in some way, shape or form. What problem are you guys solving there at CNC Strong Fit? Uh, well, predominantly, um, I kind of have a, a little elevator speech that says, if you make it to 60, 65 years old without suffering some major malady, God forbid, a massive heart attack or cancer, there's a good chance that you're gonna see 90 years old. Right. Um, because they'll keep medically fixing you, whatever the issue is. Yeah. High blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, you name it, they'll provide a med to lessen the symptoms right. while you continue to age. Right. So that being said, how do you want to age? Do you want to age well? Do you want to stay active? Do you want to have you know, activities of daily living not be an issue and get to do whatever it is that you want to do as long as possible? Yeah, where all the science says that after age 40 or so, you lose a bit of muscle every year from an activity yeah. and you're going to just continue to uh, disintegrate, to, to, to fail much. over time. Unless right. you give muscle a reason to stay, it's not going to mm, uh, I like that. Pay, pay attention to your nutrition, um, you know, versus that. That was another big, uh, a big impetus for us in the beginning was there's so much disinformation with regards to nutrition 
and how many calories somebody should eat and, and focusing on losing weight when right. in reality you should be focusing on losing fat. Yeah. Fat, fat is what makes you unhealthy. There are sure. reams and reams and reams of paper about the negative effects of carrying excess body fat on your body. Sure. Yeah. So even for my weight loss clients, which is another portion of what I do, no one cares what you weigh. Right. When the doctor says, I want you to lose weight, the doctor really means I want you to lose body fat. Yeah. And if you're psyched, you know, when somebody will come in, they go, I need to lose 40 pounds. Hold on a second. Yeah. Let's, let's get you, let's, let's fix some postural things that you have going on. Let's get your nutrition turned in the right direction and let's start putting everything in place and let's see what happens. You might lose 20 pounds and be psyched with the way you look. Yeah. and the way you yeah. feel, and then who cares what the number is on the scale? Right, right. So the, the focus and the, the amount of pressure that's put, especially on women, with marketing with regards to size and, and weight loss, and, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot. When, and I just try to get everybody to understand that this should be a lifestyle. Sure, sure. yeah, for sure. That there's no, you know, when you go on a diet, it implies that there's an end. Right, right. And at the end of the, and at the end of the diet, what's the reward? Yeah, you I mean, you gotta, yeah, and I'm with you, man, for sure. If you could control that, you yeah, wouldn't have that, been in that position in the first place. Definitely, yeah, I, I agree, Steve. Totally, it's a, it's a lifestyle, and it takes discipline and motivation and all good stuff. I wrote down what you said here. You know, give muscle a reason to stay, which I like a lot. Never heard that before, so that's a really good saying there, and so true. You know, if we. If we don't use it, we lose it, right? To, to use that cliche there, but it's so true. Like, and uh, so yeah, love that. So part two of, you know, checking off a box here for a successful business, we need a viable model. I know we're doing PT is our bread and butter here. What is like a, a, a day look like for you uh, running your business right now from the, from the training side to the business operation side? What's like a regular day look like for you? Um, well, depending on the day, I'm here anytime from seven o'clock on. Um, they're usually booked, uh, COVID threw a wrench and things. Usually it was booked, right. uh, back to back, uh, where the person who would be in next would come in a little bit early mm -hmm. to get on a piece of cardio while the other person was finishing up mm -hmm. kind of, uh, lends itself to a little bit of community that people see each other and talk and, you know, oh, yeah. find out that people are going on vacation and how was your trip? Um, uh, what I try to do is cycle people once they're onboarded for lack of a better term you know depending on where they're starting some people a sit to stand is that's where they're starting they have trouble standing up from a seated position right. so i can't have them start out doing body weight squats or any other mm -hmm. quad you know knee dominant exercise um once they're to a certain point uh chris and i had come up with a a method where we cycle them through rep ranges and and weights Okay. Because there's benefit to everything for everyone. A weight loss sure. client should still be able to be strong and lift heavy for four to six reps sure. and have days where they do 15 reps for endurance to, you know, to get a little more sweat and uh, circuit-based type training and tax that system. Right. Um, so I ideally take each client through three different type of workouts to integrate all that. Okay. Um, depending on like i said so what's heavy for one person it's relative you're not going to do right. uh you know you're not going to do maybe uh certain exercises 
don't lend themselves to six reps. You know, you'll do a deadlift for six reps, but you won't, you wouldn't necessarily do some of these exercises for higher reps. Right, right. Um, so it gives them more exposure. And, and ideally, no one's coming here looking to be a bodybuilder. Uh, they just want to feel better, move better. Yeah. Like I said, have activities of daily living, be better. So that's kind of where I, uh, I'm coming from, from a training aspect. Mm -hmm. I kind of, because I'm a little bit older, I don't put any restrictions on what I do for myself. Right. Uh, I don't avoid exercises unless I know structurally something gets to me. Right. Um, so it's all relative to the person. I have 75, as you mentioned, you saw on my yeah. Facebook, 80, 81 year old gentleman who's six feet tall, who deadlifts 81 pounds with a, you know, 90 pounds with a hex bar for right. reps. Right. So if there's no structural reason why he can't do it, I have them do it, you know, within limits. There's a risk reward to, do I need them to deadlift 200 pounds? No. Yeah. But I need them to be strong so that that same gentleman worked a book sale last week. If he's got to grab a bag of, a box of books and move yeah. it, he yeah. feels confident that he can do that without hurting himself. Right. Yeah. I love it. And I, yeah, yeah, I definitely saw your Facebook page and I was, it's really cool to see that, you know, the older population doing these things and, you know, being active at an older age, which I think is everybody has that goal or should have that goal. So yeah, Steve, so I love that. And I love that you're pushing that there and promoting that. So now like with the model, obviously the marketing piece comes into play. Um, is your schedule kind of capped out right now as far as capacity for how many clients you could handle? I'm close. I'm close. I probably have room for two or three more people. Okay. And I have people, you know, you know, it's always a, it's an influx thing. Sure, I sure. have, I have a few people who are out for medical reasons, of course, who, of course. but I have people, I have uh, one gentleman who's a, a, a money manager. So he has a, high, a lot of high profile clients. He drops out from January to April because he's prepping yeah. people for taxes. Yeah. And yeah. so he's back in in May, he's back with me now. Okay. Um, you know, so there's always a little bit of flux, yeah. but I do have room for a few. Um, but that's why, as I mentioned to you, that I'm looking, I just launched an app and right. I'm getting involved with remote training so that yeah. I can maximize my time and not right. trade time for money as much. Thousand percent. Yeah. And I think that's definitely the goal here from the personal training model for sure. So like we're pretty much capacity in the studio, right? In the brick and mortar. Have you started marketing the online coaching piece? I know you have that Facebook group you talked about. Uh, what, what are the ways you're able to get more clients in that online space? Right. So I probably, and I know you guys focus sometimes on failures and, and bumps in the road. Sure, sure. I think I, I think I wasted a lot of time in hindsight with how I was going to deliver online training versus right. just doing it. Like right, I right. could have jumped in earlier and sent, I mean, what I occasionally do is I pay, I'll see somebody offering a program. And I'll yeah. pay for it just to get it, just to right. see what it is. Right. And I got an email from somebody like, here's yeah. what I want you to eat. Here's the exercises. It was just an email. Right. And I was stressing out over making it look professional. And that's not going to be good enough for me for what I want to do. Right. And like, so even if it's a lower price point, this guy's getting 50 bucks or $75 for an yeah. email that very well could be a stock email. And he just Probably. switches my name on the top. Most likely, yeah. And the amount of calories versus what size I am. 
right. uh, based on my goal. So I did, I did spin my wheels a lot, trying different free trials, 30-day trials of different yeah. apps. Um, and I am using an app now that I branded uh, sure. that seems to give me the best of both worlds for what I want to see and making it. I have a few clients that I added in there to test it for me, to give right. me feedback as to what's, what doesn't make sense, what, what do you like, what don't you like. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm, I'm getting ready now that I've arrived on something that I like, that the people seem to like. Okay. Uh, I'm getting ready to make a push. So as you mentioned, I do have a private Facebook community right. Right. where I just kind of share things that I come across, graphics, you know, simple graphics with portion sizes or right. benefits of certain exercises. Um, I plan to start doing a uh, almost a weekly live with just questions and answers because I find that yeah. A lot of people that I know, uh, as I mentioned, with my being a drummer, I encounter a lot of people. I'm in four or five different bands, and I, I encounter a lot of people yeah. who know what I do, and then occasionally will feel comfortable enough to ask me about it. Sure. So um, I, I, I find myself having the same conversations with a lot of people. So my plan was to do, uh, you know, go live once a week for questions and answers. Like, what is it that you want to know about this week? Or this week, we're going to talk about nutrition. This yeah. week, we're going to talk about getting started exercising or the benefits of walking or right. hydration or getting enough sleep, uh, those type of things. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was going to be, I always end my posts or whatever I post in that group as to please feel free to ask me any questions. Right. To, to warm up and, and, you know, uh, I'm very sincere about what I do, but I'm building their trust that if I tell them now that I'm going to offer a way for you to train with me remotely, I'm still designing the programs. I'm still the one that you're going to correspond with that uh, you can trust me to do the right thing by you. And I also have people in the group who are having the results that are sharing that with the rest of the group, which is also generating some excitement as well. Yeah, no, I love it. And I think it's a great uh, next step for the business. Are there any challenges you're facing now? I know you, you said you pretty much have it ready to rock. Are there any challenges you're facing now um, in getting clients? Or what would you like to have for clients on that platform? Is it people just locally? Or would you like to branch out more than just in your area? Well, part of, to be honest, part of the, the, the drive behind that from years ago was uh, you know, we considered it a premier service. So I surveyed what people were getting for training in the area right. and felt that we were worth a little bit more. And our demographic where I'm based, the demographic, I'm not selling a quick fix. So I'm yeah. trying to get the people to understand that this is going to be a way of life for them. Sure. Right. To get that muscle to stay, you have to keep using it. So we're not going to, this is not a 30 day or you're not going to join for 60 days. I'm not doing a group on where I offer a reduced rate and right. sure enough right. in 30 days, you're not paying the real price. Right. So part of the drive behind the app was to be able to first off, help more people. I mean, right. I'm, I'm driven. That gives me satisfaction. I don't sure. spend, I don't think a lot of trainers spend time thinking about the impact they have on people. And then occasionally someone will express themselves in a way like, you know, I'll make a joke about retiring or oh, you can't retire. Like, right. You can't I need, leave. I need you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So, but to help more people to offer something at a lower price point than being in person, because occasionally right. money is a factor. Sure. And lastly, um, I'd have people say to me, wow, I, you know, I feel great. I wish my mom could work out with you, but she lives in Georgia. Exactly. Right there. Perfect. And, and now guess what? Yeah. I can do a zoom consultation with her. I can give her my forms and get my health history and get everything in order. And then she can work with me. She's still going to yeah. have access to me. Um, I'm designing the programming. I'm making the adjustments. I'm checking on her progress. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think so it's that, great. That's, that, that's definitely where I want to be next. Definitely, yeah. And I think it's a, a great way to scale. Like you said, serve more people. We can have a bigger reach, not just in our community, but but, but greater, infinite, really, can create infinite communities, which which I think is the future of many industries, uh, definitely, and especially ours. So, yeah, Steve, I think that's awesome. And, uh, you know, being in the band, huge asset, obviously meeting a ton of people. Love your little Facebook group there, which is great. Another good touch points. And now, with the personal training world, normally retention, obviously, pretty good because of the relationships we can build. I'm sure you've had people with you since, you know, 2015 and even probably before, before that when you were training at Planet Fitness. What are just some good techniques you have used to keep people coming back to you, you know, week after week, year after year, to keep retention as high as possible? Well, I, I think it starts with your commitment. Yeah. So my, even when I play music, I hold myself to a very high standard. I don't like to make mistakes. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't try anything live that I haven't kind of worked out ahead of time. Yeah. And so with, with, with the training, I try to stay as knowledgeable as possible. Right. Uh, and then transfer that to them so yeah. that if I'm providing a quality service and they see the value in it and they know that they're getting better and they recognize the fact that, three months ago, they couldn't do what they're doing now. Right. That's the results is really what's going to drive people and have people tell more people sure. first and foremost. And that's a tough one because we don't have access to them all day. Right. 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 So what I, you know, what I, what I tell people, especially weight loss people, this is not about weight loss. You being in this room, that's not the end because you're here. doesn't mean weight's going to fall off of you because you right. have the great, control over what happens yeah i only see you a half hour or an hour a day right right most times twice a week you have yeah. the whole rest of the day you know I'll, my my little joke is if i if i bring you in here and beat the crap out of you you might burn 250 300 calories in a half an hour right. and if you leave and go down the street and get a culotta we start over tomorrow it's gone yeah yeah right so this is not about that this is a way for you to retain muscle or build muscle which is which will allow you to ultimately eat more calories right and then you need to focus on the information i give you regarding what you eat right, right. so the results is a huge part and then um you know you and i had talked earlier about being personable yeah that people enjoy coming to see you and look forward to coming to see you uh rather than uh you know, just showing up to do a workout, which they may not be crazy about in the first place, right. Right. but they know they have to do it. Yeah. Um, so definitely getting them results. Sure. But to your point about retention um, and, and, and really getting across the value of what you're doing for them. 
to make them understand that this is not a quick fix. This is going to be a lifelong pursuit. Sure, there are people who run into financial difficulties or people who maybe say, you know what, you know, some people are more athletic than other sure. people. So sure. some people recognize after a while that you provided them a good service, but they're, they've got control of everything and they feel confident in their ability to go to the gym on their own. Yeah. Um, but I've really, you know, there have been people, sometimes there's the personality things, right. You know, right. where you're almost, I've never really told someone not to come back, but they kind of weed themselves out <laughs> over right. time. Right. Right. Um, where you don't really look for, I, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm blessed in that. The fact when I look at my schedule, I don't go, Oh, wow. Oh, man, not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Sure. So that goes a long way. If, if it's right. that, you know, and you mentioned having a CrossFit, you know, all about community. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so when people are saying hi and goodbye to each other on the way in and way out and, and, and they know that you take interest in them. And how was your trip? And how's your daughter doing with school and things like that? Um, that goes a long way. Oh yeah, huge. Besides, yeah. besides them knowing that this is something that they need to do. Yeah, I, I've just been blessed that I've never really. I've had definitely had people fall off or people who I was hoping would fall off. <laughs> right. right. Um, but you know, the core base of people seems to always be strong. And I'd like to think it's because they know I'm passionate about what I do. Right. Um, I'm good at what I do. And, and they see the value in it. And they see the results that they get from it. Yeah, I agree. There's, yeah. Really, there's really no trick or I'm not trying to pull anything over on anybody to get them to right. stay longer. They right. want to stay longer. Yeah, which is great, which is awesome. And like definitely the goal for every trainer for sure. See, if you brought up like, you know, they're only with us an hour a day at most, a couple of days a week. Right. Do you have any system in place to communicate with, with them when they're not with you? Texting or maybe it's going to be through this app or through any other channels? The, the app is definitely, um, definitely has a lot of feedback. Okay. I have one woman, one woman who's recently on who um, is just, you know, she's blowing up the app because she's so excited. Yeah, that's uh, great trying to control blood sugar and and she's really excited about the results that she's had in a very short period of time um so there's there's uh, a chat option in there they can make comments on the workouts that this was good today this was difficult i switched this out um so i have plenty of feedback with them through there other clients um you know i'll text them especially if we've discussed something yeah. uh, there's a uh uh, I guess uh, there's a popular trainer, um, Don Saladino, who's known for working with a lot of celebrities. Sure. Uh, and one of the conferences I attended with him, he made mention of, you know, just texting people. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. How's everything going? Just, just so they know that you are thinking about them. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. most of my clients are all in the community page as well. So there's always, but everybody has access to me <laughs> maybe based on the injury on the industry too much but um i just try to be responsive and yeah, yeah. touch base with people or if it's a client who's taking a break just checking in with them to see how they're yeah. doing yeah i think that stuff goes a long way just again layers of communication and like a cadence to it i think is super important you know so yeah steve sounds like we have a great training business going on been doing this for a while 
to like today, what like what excites you? What still excites you the most to get out of bed every day and do what you do? It's it's funny. Like I said earlier, like if you do what you love, it's not work. Yeah. Like there is never, never a day where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I have to go out there today. Yeah. Just I just am so passionate about it. Um, I just enjoy making somebody better than they were the day before really that's awesome yeah i i I do get overwhelmed you know with all the physicians that i train i ask them because it has to be 10 times the amount of information we get sure how do you keep track of all the information coming like i'd like to read it all right you know at one point i had 100 browsers open on my phone (laughs) i should should read that i want to read that right um and then the emails and the 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 marketing and and all that stuff a lot Um, yeah you know, but so I, I try to to get as much information in and then decide on myself if I think it's valuable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense for sure. You know, there's yeah, so, a lot yeah. of industry wide, there's intermittent fasting and there's this and that, and there's people strong on both sides. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to get all the information in and decide what you think the real story is. And how we can best, all I'm ever looking for is more tools in the toolbox to help my clients. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Intermittent fasting. I think good in small doses. I don't think I would do it forever, but uh, yeah, pros and cons to everything. Right. And it depends on that client. So like you said, the more tools we can have, the better we can serve with better we can serve them and other people. So yeah, that's what excites you, man, to get up and change lives. And if we can make money doing what we're passionate about, I think that's, one of the most addictive things out there in a good Absolutely. way, right? In a good way. And then uh, what keeps you up at night? I know when I had my gyms, it was like, you know, maybe I had a weird interaction with a client or somebody canceled or, you know, the usual struggles of being an entrepreneur, gym owner. Anything keep you up at night that, that challenges you or, or keeps you, you know, worried at certain times? That's a good question. Um, I don't know keeps me up. I mean, I am trying to figure out always, like I said, that app thing, that that me being in my head about the best way to deliver that sure, sure. was probably, that definitely gave me some stress. Right. And like, you know, people are telling me I should just use Google Docs and send out a spreadsheet yeah. to everybody. And I was like, how do I track that? And then I spent a lot of time spinning my wheels and stressing out over the proper right. way. Right. To, and then have something that you can scale. Like I can't right. see me having a hundred clients online that I have to send spreadsheets no. out to or, or emails back and forth to. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely a big one. And then I guess just, I get frustrated in, in the, the amount of disinformation that's out there and, and, you know, me wanting to get, I had an issue and I, and I'm sure there'd be other people that listen to the podcast or, in the industry that think differently with this whole cash register mentality for weight loss. Like it doesn't matter when you eat it, as long as you're short at the end of the day, if you want to eat one meal. And I kind of, when I first got back into this again and got caught up on all the new methods of training and such versus bodybuilding type training, I'm just trying to help people. Right. So then I hear about that and I go, well, don't stress out. If you don't like to eat breakfast, just eat twice a day. It doesn't matter. And then I'll ultimately find something that goes back to the, you know, smaller portions that you can fully utilize and digest so you don't store fat. And then I get 
upset that, you know, I spun my wheels trying to help people and give them information I thought yeah. was accurate at the time. Yeah, sure. So that's yeah. definitely. So yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of information out there. And, but it's good to have it all. And then, like you said earlier, like figure out for us what's best. And everybody's going to be different. Every client's going to be different, you know, and they, they may need this or that. And it's good to switch up at times, you know, so. So yeah, Steve, I appreciate you sharing that. So like the next, the next year for you from that growth perspective, uh, you know, is it to get to capacity clients here in your gym? So adding maybe a few clients and then fully going online here with this, with this app. And then I know you mentioned earlier, um, maybe having uh, some independent contractor trainers do some work there as well. Yeah, that, that, that been, um, less of a focus for me because of my relationship with Chris. I don't think we touched on that, but my partner that I opened up the place with yeah. uh, in 2015, uh, ultimately unexpectedly passed in 2018. Um, so I had a little bit of soul searching at that time as to whether or not I wanted to continue because we right. had a plan. Right. Uh, and then, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was closed and just was thinking about the service that I still provide to these people and some of his clients reaching out to me and asking what I was going to be doing because they still recognize the value in what they were doing. Um, you know, so I continued on, but our relationship was such that I almost didn't want somebody else here. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the independent contractor route you know, to have some, a little more focus. I do have teenage boys, um, one play sports. So I like to be available. I don't like to be here till late, you know, sure. be able to go to his games. So uh, there could be somebody in here to cover those later night hours. Right. Um, right. But my real focus going forward is going to be building that app okay. and, and still making tweaks and trying to help more people. That's a, that's a way to help a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, relatively, relatively, I can spend some time at night going through and updating people's things and answering yeah. messages, um, you know, as we talked about earlier, because you can't just keep trading time for money. Exactly. You, have, exactly. you have to find ways to be able to help more people without it being a huge stress on you. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, if, if, if growth comes financially out of that as well, that's fine. That's, but you know, the, the focus is, to just be able to to set people on the correct path and with a no BS kind of plan going forward. I'm not selling anybody any products. I'm not yeah. staying sound to principles. I hear you, man, for sure. And like you said, like, yeah, it's the best way to uh, not have to trade time for money is this online space. And where do you see yourself in five years? Is it maybe going fully there or do you love just staying in this in-person one-on-one -on -one hybrid model as well for as long as you can. I would say hybrid as long as I do enjoy. Okay. You know, and, and I can, there's things I can do. You know, I, I stretch people, I, I address yeah. some little ailments. I'll check them for certain things, or if they have something going on with them that day, I try to go right at it. You know, okay. it's a rotator cuff thing or different things. Sure, sure. Um, so there, I do take enjoyment out of being in front of somebody. Um, so I could see the hybrid being a stable uh, model going forward. You know, yeah. maybe when I'm maybe when I'm older, maybe it make more sense. Um, right. right. You know, who knows? My younger son has taken to exercise quite a bit lately. So there you go. There you go. He takes <laughs> uh, it over. 
I've mentioned to him more than once about the yeah. opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. Create that legacy too. And it's a, it's a great thing. But yeah, I love the hybrid model. It's still great to work with people in person. Obviously, it's, you know, it's that one on one connection. And again, that community piece. And, and it's awesome. So Steve, I think this is a, a great place to wrap this episode up, man. Where can the listeners check you out your social media, your website? Where can we find you and follow you and see what's going on? Uh, the, uh, the website is ccstrongfit.com. Okay. Um, it's the same if you search on Facebook, CC Strong Fit is there. And then uh, the community is private, but um, they can send invites from there. And there's also a CC Strong Fit um, on Instagram that I recently launched. Nice. Uh, I do have uh, somehow got very lucky. And then I have a new client um, who is a actor and voiceover actor um, who I'm not a gamer, so I didn't realize yeah. But he is involved in one of the largest selling video games of all time. Really? Wow. Uh, he's got about 275,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's been posting about his work here. And he's, he's getting ready to launch a big before and after. Yeah, that'll get you a ton of followers for sure. Right. So that's going to be, that's, that, that brought about the Instagram presence. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That I'm prepared for that if it happens. <laughs> for sure. That'll be, yeah, that's exactly what you want, man. That's great. So, uh, see, that is awesome, man. I appreciate your time today, sharing your story with us. And uh, we so much for having me on. I appreciate it. You got it. You got it. Anytime, man. And listeners, we appreciate you as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.